You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at home and abroad. I'm the president of the GAA with me, Egan O'Farrell, as Kavan, Egan O'Farrell from County Cavan. So you're over North America and you're getting a sense of the uh, impact of the GAA uh, for the diaspora and how it's, it's functioning. I see the strengthening of the GAA worldwide and certainly on this tour of, uh, you rightly say, North America. I've been to Philadelphia, New York, Buffalo and Toronto and now Ottawa and I see a similarity happening right around the world. I'm interested in change and continuity and uh, I, I, like, I see it very strongly, particularly here in Ottawa. We have the, the preservation of our Gaelic games, the promotion of our Gaelic games for many people who have a certain Irish heritage, but much more than that now, a widening out of that and a sharing of our games with many people who have no connection to Ireland whatsoever. That did not always happen in the past, but it is happening worldwide uh, and it's something that we in the GAA are very keen on because we are a worldwide family. The GAA have been travelling the world for centuries. We are a, a travelling nation. We are a nomadic people. I mean, some people forget that on the island of Ireland we've only six million people. It's a small, small nation and when you consider what we have contributed worldwide uh, here in Ottawa, I just took a walk this morning down by the canal and I, I saw the beautiful Celtic Cross. Mm -hmm. A thousand Irish debts. Mm -hmm. If there were a thousand debts, how many workers were there? How many people were working on that canal? The contribution of the Irish has been wonderful and in the past it was part of our history it was part of everyone's history we tended to stay in ghettos and keep things to ourselves that was a fairly normal practice but as I said there's a new confidence in Ireland now we are very much our, our own Taoiseach Leo Varadkar has recently said we're, we're not an island off the coast of Europe we're an island at the centre of the world mm -hmm. and I believe he's right and I believe that the GAA has uh, very much taken up that mantle and it's very evident here in Ottawa when we see that most of the kids, about 120 of them yesterday they're all Canadian born and the vast majority of them are people with no Irish heritage. We love to see that. It means we have something good that we can contribute to this society and this society is contributing back. So it's reciprocal. And while we're in the holiday season here and the schools are closed, many of those children, as you would have been told, are introduced to the sport through a schools program, which is phenomenal to have been able to achieve that. It's, it's absolutely fabulous, and particularly in Canada, I, I would be aware, certainly I know in the University of Toronto about seven years ago, they carried out a study on a most suitable curriculum for primary children, and they came up with Gaelic games, because it encompassed particularly Gaelic football, all the skills that are necessary. It has the hand-eye coordination, it has the catching, upper body mobility and stretching, and of course both feet are needed to, to play Gaelic football. So. The Irish people are never, you know, we would never be saying, well, our sport is better than yours, no. But we would be confident that this is a damn good sport. And it's certainly very suitable for children. Uh, like all team sports, it's contact. Uh, there are certain uh, dangers, you might think, sometimes with that. But we have a lot less than most contact sports. And we're very pleased about that. It's quite a safe game. There are many things that define a culture. And sport is one of them. And mm. the Irish are very fortunate in that we have our own national games that... Um, are very much a part 
part of who we are. So while there's Gaelic football and hurling, there's I know handball was also uh, mm. part of the Irish tradition and um, field hockey. So we, as you said, such a small nation bring to the world a tremendous richness that has spawned other games, be it Australian rules football, um, yeah. and over here we can proudly claim hockey. Yeah. Um, well, the Irish have given so much to the world. There is still a debate. We have to be fair historically. Australian football, you mentioned, uh, that debate isn't conclusive. We do, those of us who are Irish, would like to certainly believe that it was indeed Gaelic football, but that we couldn't find a football. But there were lots of rugby balls. So some Irish guys probably borrowed, I hope they borrowed, uh, a few rugby balls and began to play a game. So, certainly we do know that in the very first uh, drawn-up rules of us, Australian football in, in Melbourne in 1874, two of the five-man committee were Irish-born. Right. So it's fair enough assumption to say that the Irish Gaelic football has had a strong influence on international rules, but there is another theory, and I would have to acknowledge that, that maybe it had a different origin. But there's very little debate about ice hockey. Most historians will agree that it was the Irish who played hurling, and then this. In the winter, frozen, difficult times in North America, they simply started to hurl on the ice and uh, to this day, the ball is still called a puck. And That's of course, right. we, we do puck out the ball. And mm -hmm. the original rules of hurling, remarkably, are still kept in ice hockey. In, in, in the early days of the GAA, in hurling, if there were two players from opposing team got into a little combat difficulty, they were allowed to fight it out as long as nobody else joined. Ice hockey kept that on for many years. So yeah. we still see the resonances there. But yeah, we, we like to think, uh, certainly we gave the world ice hockey. There are those who would also argue, argue that rounders was the pre-runner of uh, what is now baseball, certainly the softball version of it. Right. So, but we have our own games, our own original, true, authentic Gaelic football and hurling. And another important aspect that I love to see, and it's very evident here in Canada, we, we believe strongly in Ireland in inclusivity. Our games are for everybody, and particularly they're for boys and girls. In the past, that did not happen. It was a game that men played, particularly when the young Irish used to go to Britain and the USA. That has now been absolutely transformed. I'm thrilled about that. If you were in Ireland, for example, in any school playground, you'd see the girls and the boys all playing together, the same levels of interest. For example, even on a personal basis, myself and my wife have four children, two girls, two boys. We don't differentiate between the boys' game and the girls' game. We support them all. Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm thrilled about how they have embraced and developed that here in Canada. It's a very, very strong part of the game because it is about playing, it is about inclusivity and community and all of those values are very strong here. When you mention inclusivity on the other side, I know that um, due to immigration to Ireland over the last period, the uh, Gaelic Athletic Association has also been the home for many immigrants where they have found an identity and I know in, in Ballyhonas where I lived for a short period of time that games sometimes have to be adjusted due to accommodation. Yeah, I mentioned historically that peoples who travelled used to keep a ghetto, they kept together yeah. uh, I think that world sociology will tell you that's not all a good idea it is better for a society to embrace the culture you're in, preserve your own certainly, keep your identities keep your heritage, but you must embrace the totality of the society you 
find yourself in greater happiness rewards all of that flows from it and uh, certainly in the GAA we would see ourselves very much in that space and when immigrants come to Ireland and we've had a lot from Eastern Europe and different parts of the world and when they come to Ireland we would encourage them to keep their own language and cultures but be part of our community mm-hmm. and we welcome them strongly into our Gaelic football I was at a tournament quite recently and the two midfielders one was Wasoski and the other was Osaka and I thought it was just wonderful on a GA pitch to see such two fine athletic young men one of Lithuanian parentage and the other from Polish and uh, that, that's very much part of embracing and we learn from each other mm-hmm. I mean culture should always enrich each other mm-hmm. and it's a two way process mm-hmm. the GA um, has over the years as well evolved uh, from the time when I would have been grown up and there was the, the ban if you played soccer you weren't allowed to play, play Gaelic and as you said the inclusivity has, has very much mm. happened and I think everybody has benefited uh, the IRFU, the FAI and the GAA would have all benefited from greater um, inclusion yeah, there, there is no doubt about that but you have to be fair historically on where we have come from, we are an indigenous sport, one of, the, one of the last remaining ones, we are the most popular sport by far on the island of Ireland uh, when I look at Europe in particular, I've, I have visited all European countries and involved in a program through the EU on sporting cultures. There is no country left in Europe that has their own indigenous sports played to a great extent. I've been to Germany and they'll tell you, we'll, I'll bring you to the museum and we'll show you what we used to play in Germany soccer and uh, rugby have dominated and there's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. but, but when you're in a little island like Ireland and you're trying to preserve our own indigenous culture and then you've got this wonderful diaspora spread around the world spreading it to others, it, it isn't easy because we don't have the financial muscle or the, the media muscle to promote the games that we have but we have a fantastic product and we're proud of that so we came from an era where our culture was endangered it's part of colonialism, it happens Mm -hmm. no point in raging about it but it simply is a fact, it did happen so the GA was very much part of the new nationalism Mm -hmm. of of an emerging Ireland and I like to think that now we have reached the stage where there's a confidence that our culture is good and it's well and it's secure. So we don't need bans or anything else. Quite the opposite. Mm-hmm. We enrich, we invite everyone in. For example, in 2023, I hope Ireland will host the World Cup. I certainly hope this, this country here in Canada will be voting for Ireland. I've no right. doubt they will. Uh, I, I know there are other countries that are hopeful, so South Africa, uh, France. But should the IRFU be successful, and I hope they are, in bringing the World Cup to Ireland, the, the, the World Cup rugby final would be played in Crow Park. That's wonderful from a GA perspective, that people will see the magnificent stadium that we have. Because we've been talking a lot there about uh, change and moving on. There are some values that have never changed in the GA, and they're very important. Whether I'm at home in Cavan or whether I'm here in Ottawa with the Ottawa Gales, the values of community and volunteerism. They're two bedrocks that should not alter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always believed that as a person or as, an, as a society, you shouldn't have too many principles or you'll be upset and you'll be sad because things will change. But you should have some. And those you hold dear, they should really be rock solid and unalterable. We are community. We're of the people. We're proud of our own place. Of our, You play for the jersey. In, in the Ottawa Gales, you play for that lovely maroon colour that, that I know that the, 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 the <laughs> Kerry Mortimer, the Cahir, look, or the chairman of the, of, the, of, the, of the club so proudly sees wearing all around. That, that, it's, that's your identity. I saw it down at the CYC. People were identifying 
we had almost 10,000 people at the Continental Youth Championships in Buffalo in the United States they, they were all identifying by their flag by their tents by their colours we are who we are so yeah. that sense of community and of belonging and the other one is we're volunteerism we're in this for the, nobody puts their head into a GA pitch a Gaelic Games pitch and says what's in here for me yeah. this is not about individualism which is not, it's, it's, it's the opposite to what the GA is we're, we're very much part of the, the collective and the voluntary ethos Egan I know there are some counties that are struggling because <coughs> be it just the declining rural population and the growth of cities in Dublin um, bursting at the seams uh, Roscommon and Galway played there recently and I have loyalties to Galway and uh, was disappointed that they didn't come through uh, but you learn to deal with these yeah. disappointments uh, but many rural uh, well rural counties like counties outside Dublin um, despite the loss of so many wonderful players to abroad are still able to field magnificent teams and, and, and the volunteerism yeah. and the commitment well, it, that you talk it goes about back, is protected. It goes back to your values it's your sense of place. There are 75,000 people men, women and children in my county in Cavan. There are 1.3 million in Dublin. So if I was an outstanding footballer, and I'm not and I never was, but if I was wouldn't it be a terrible thing if I was born in Cavan and then decided ah, look at, I'll never win in all Ireland with these fellows so I'm going to go to Cork, or I'm mm -hmm. going to go to Kilkenny, I'm going to start playing with Dublin. We don't do that. Mm -hmm. We are where we're from. I always admire a county like Leitrim. 27,000 people. Mm -hmm. You know, there are, there are more people on some of the outskirts of Ottawa than there That's are right. in all, the whole county of, but yet they are proud of their place they do it for the values of, of, of where they're from if, if we were negative in our thoughts uh, we would never have survived as a nation let alone the GAA you know the Romans took one look into Ireland 2000 years ago and they said Hibernia which is land of eternal winter they, they simply didn't want to settle in so this god forsaken windswept place but the Irish Celtic race has settled there very effectively because we're positive people and we take our challenges rural depopulation is an issue mm -hmm. it's a worldwide phenomenon, mm -hmm. it's also a fact it's something you have to deal with, mm -hmm. you know you can whinge and cry about difficulties and issues in the world or you can just get on with it and deal with them, and Irish people I have no doubt and GA clubs will do that, it is a difficulty it is an issue from a work point of view a lot of people have moved into the large cities and they're continuing to do that but I've no doubt that there is a worldwide trend that may also come to help rural Ireland people will realise that a commute of maybe an hour and a half and a two hours might well be worth it for the peace and tranquility of rearing your family in a lovely rural area and there are more people now looking at that option as, as travel as travel you know, modes change and better forms of transport I see a lot of people now choosing to begin to, yes they'll work in Belfast and in Dublin and in Cork but they're quite happy perhaps to stay living and rear their family in rural Ireland so mm -hmm. things ebb and they flow and, mm -hmm. uh, but you are where you're from Recently also and I must give tremendous credit to some particularly some members in the GAA um, Ireland has gone through tough times and it has had a very stressful effect on many families to the point where prominent people, um, well-known people within the GA have come out and acknowledged that they've had mental health issues and that have been greatly supported by their community and I think it has been a very positive influence within the country that 
members have come out and talked openly about their issues. One of the biggest sections we have now, and in terms of investment, and I'm not talking about financial, I'm talking about time, so one of the biggest areas in Croke Park that we invest in at the moment is what we call our health and wellness section. We put a lot of emphasis on the whole notion of sport has always been acknowledged as being good for your body, but we're, we, we are now drawing on expertise which tells us it's equally good for mental stability. I mean, sociologists had a world gathering uh, not that long ago in Berlin, and luckily enough, they disagreed on everything, which is important for, for, for people with a, with a strong academic background. But the one thing they did agree on was that the basic need for all human beings is that sense to belong. You need to belong. Once you feel you belong, your mental stability will be greater. And the GA is ideal for that. You belong to your club. You are part of who you are. I am of Drumgoon. Kerry Mortimer is of Ottawa Gales. You belong. And instantly you have a place. I met people here last night in, in Ottawa who had never even heard of Ireland before. But one lovely young mother told me that she has begun to meet friends. Mm -hmm. She comes because her children love the games. But through that, she now has met people that she never met before. And in one case, they went on holiday together. So that whole sense of belonging, that is good for mental stability. Because it does build up a certain sense of friendships and of stabilities. And mental health issues are difficult. Life is, life is not an easy journey. I don't mm. want to sound like a preacher on a pulpit, no. but uh, life is difficult. It's challenging for people. So the more people, you know, a lot of old people know that if they walk across the kitchen floor, they may fall, but the, the, the Zimmer frame or the walking stick gives them that little comfort and certain security. And being part of a GA club is like that. There's a comfort, there's a security. So we do put a lot of stress on people's individual stresses, individual difficulties and there's nothing better than being in a team because instantly they'll spot if something's wrong with you. If a young player, young girl, young boy is having problems, their mates will spot it straight away. They'll put the arm around them and they'll start, you know, what's happening here. Right. The GA also, I must say, is probably unique in Irish organisations in that it's influenced globally as a focal point for new arrivals, particularly here in Ottawa. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a stepping stone into the community. Yeah. And I don't think there's any other Irish organisation could claim that. No, and we're delighted that the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade back in Ireland have acknowledged that and the, the Minister Simon Coveney and his predecessor uh, Charlie Flanagan acknowledged that very publicly quite recently when they both issued statements separately saying that the GAA was the, the vehicle worldwide through which uh, they could reach the young Irish. When, when you arrive in a new country that is traumatic. It's a bit like the young child going to school on the first day. It's quite traumatic and no matter what age you are Nothing fully prepares you for that new arrival in Melbourne, in London or in Ottawa. But if there's a GA club there, it's certainly a fantastic help. And uh, one of the things that I admire greatly, and I see it very strongly here in Canada as I see it everywhere, that networking, that you could almost call it the old-style Masonic uh, networking of helping people. And so there's nothing wrong with helping mm -hmm. people. And people have got jobs. People have found uh, where to go and social life. And indeed, I have met many people who have found love and marriage, which is also a good thing through the GA network. So there is, there is that great sense of helping and support off the field as well as on it. If we were only a sporting body, just about the games, I don't think we'd have survived. Mm -hmm. I don't think we'd have the appeal. 
the games are central we can never go away from that and we do need to keep stressing we have a wonderful product in hurling football camogie these are the essential core but built around it is this whole cultural community aspect to the GAA and I do believe I'm not just saying this to you because I'm in Ottawa at the moment but I think that we have learned that from the diaspora I'm not sure at home we always appreciated mm-hmm. that I think that the Irish and the new Irish and the new GAA member worldwide have shown us this how important it is before we wrap up one final um, subject the all Ireland finals are moving to August in 2018 yes so that will change the calendar a little bit yeah, it will change the calendar a little bit, and I would always encourage GA people to, you know, don't be afraid of change, but uh, embrace it. And we have said, and it's important to say this, it's a three-year trial period, and we also have to be honest. And if at the end of three years we think this has been a bad idea, well then, let's go back to what we did. But I think it is a good idea. I think it will work. And the main reason is because we have this unique model of our club structure and our inter-county structure. And at the moment, our inter-county uh, game is too long. It's elongated. It goes on for too long of the season and our clubs find it very difficult to find space to play their games. So under the new current model that we will have from next year, we will have some extra inter-county games but played over a much tighter time frame. So we're going to be finished much earlier to allow space for our clubs to grow. Without the foundation we can't have that wonderful inter-county game. We need our clubs to be strong, to be vibrant and there's only one way to be vibrant and that's to play our games. The most important thing a GA club needs, and again I stress whether it's the Ballinamore, Sean O'Heslands or the Ottawa Gales, the most important you need is games. They need to be playing. Playing regularly. And uh, for our clubs at home at the moment under our current structure, too many of them are idle for too long while they're waiting on the inter-county scene to end. It will be over much more quickly under the new system. Let's give it a go for three years. I right. think that it will be I think it will be beneficial. But I'll be honest enough to come back to you in three years if it doesn't work and say, okay, we tried it, it didn't work. You have to chance and try. Creek. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, the website for the Ottawa Gales is ottawagales.ca and you can find them there and you get all the information and of course the GA its own website is uh, ga.ie probably ga.ie which has now got uh, I, I can't really know but it's over 1 million hits on a, day, you know, a weekly basis it's incredible right. the reach and could I just say also we have GA Go now in every country that is registered with the United Nations which is 195 I believe there are now people viewing and watching uh, Gaelic games so I, I'm delighted with the growth of the Gaelic games worldwide and I'm, I've been delighted with our, our strengthening GAA that I see here in Canada and thanks to you for helping to promote all things Gaelic games in this part of the world so Gurikhead Mila Mahagaf Gurikhead Mila Mahagaf